Welcome to the Flicky Podcast, where even good films get bad reviews. This is a post-Christmas episode, which was supposed to be a pre-Christmas episode. But mm-hmm. the two hosts, yours truly and the star, John, we are really bad at scheduling this podcast, which yeah, is we okay. Just had, we just both had very different schedules last week. Yeah. We couldn't get it done. And it's okay, because I don't really consider... They tried to do Die Hard 2 the same way and make it a Christmas movie like Die oh, Hard. God. But they failed miserably. So the next two movies will be quote unquote Christmas movies that I I firmly don't think are Christmas uh-huh. movies. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, it's good we're getting away from Christmas and then doing Sound of Music because from what you said, Sound of Music is just not a Christmas movie. That's not. I they so they put. Do you know they played it the Saturday? Uh, so the week before Christmas, it was on ABC mm-hmm. at like eight o'clock at night, like it usually yeah. is. And just to give people context who haven't didn't listen to the. <laughs> Last episode, uh, mm-hmm. we were talking about doing the Sound of Music down the line. And Sound of Music, uh, to my surprise, uh, is considered a Christmas movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. It yeah. uh, famously won uh, an oh, Oscar, a bunch of Oscars, and considered one of the worst uh, Best Picture Oscar winners ever. I mean, I, it got good reviews when it came out. I don't think it's good. Oh, I don't oh, think I it's see. a good movie. Okay. I don't know anything about the Sound of Music besides the fact yeah. that it should be on Paramount the original Plus. Sound of Music was like yeah. the first one of the first spoken word films. Am I making that up? I'm, I'm maybe I'm thinking of a different film. Probably. You're probably thinking of the singer, the jazz the singer, singer. Yes. The jazz singer. I am thinking of the singer. Yeah. That is what I'm thinking of, which was, a, which was remade in the seventies with Neil Diamond. Yes. Al Jolson okay. is the original. So I knew it was, it was the original. And then there was a remake. So yeah. I was, I was totally thinking of the singer. No, okay. the, the sound of music was directed by Robert Wise, who has uh-huh. like probably one of the best careers ever. Oh Yeah. Like Robert Robert Wise, uh, very interesting man, was the editor for Citizen Kane, and then yeah. went on to become a big time Hollywood director. A very a very eclectic director, if you look yeah. at his filmography. What was which that? We will. What was the uh, the movie he did? The Day the Earth Stood Still, the original one. What what alien that movie don't, did he do? That I didn't. I he knew, did a UFO film. He did a Woman on Death Row film. Okay, which was excellent. I forget exactly what it's called. Yeah. And then he famously did West Side Story. West Side Story, yes. Which that's, then that's, that's makes him movie. good to do uh, The Sound of the Music. The Sound of Music. Um, I'm going to find it real quick. Interesting career, though. Sound of Music, editing the samples. Hold on. Uh, yeah, he did The Day the Earth Stood Still. Okay, wow. He did that. do that. Did he direct it, though? Very varied. Yeah, no, he directed it. He directed The Day the Earth Stood Still. Okay. Oh, wow, nice. Uh, among others. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, today we aren't doing Sound of Music. No, we're doing Die Hard 2. Yeah. This die was... Harder. Die Stupider. Yeah. Die Shittier. Die Hard 2. Uh, cash Grab Boogaloo. <laughs> what a what a terrible. So remember in the 90s when uh, like cloning started happening and like you'd get the copy, but it was just like mutated. So you had to put it down out of its misery. Yeah, that's what they should have done with Die Hard Two. It's a carbon copy that is mutated terribly, and it should have been put out of its misery. Yeah, I mean, I never saw Die Hard Two, so this was my first time seeing it. Yeah, um, I saw the original Die Hard, obviously, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's a fun, which movie. I loved. Die Hard with a Vengeance. I haven't yeah. seen it since I was a teenager, but I saw it a bunch of times growing up, and I always liked it. I fun. was aware even when I was younger. This is dumb, and this is this whole plot is insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely insane. But, um, you know, he's being like the Riddler, basically. It's like a comic book Yeah, movie. Simon Says. Um, 
but he's great in it and uh him and samuel jackson are both great in it yeah but yeah this is not that for no, sure die this hard isn't 2, even really a fun film no die hard 2 took a left at albuquerque yeah i mean there's so i i made <laughs> i took a lot of notes for this this is it's so bad. bad and i'll just say off the bat we did a epic of a podcast on cliffhanger six hours. part one yeah part one and two which is insane you should go back and listen to both parts um <laughs> very meticulous we just you know it's our first podcast we're just literally yeah. talking about the film scene by scene yeah and i'm watching this going this feels like cliffhanger and then yeah. we were texting you're like oh yeah this is like cliffhanger yeah and then lo and behold <laughs> the, the director, director Remy Harlan, yeah, Ren, yeah, the great Remy Harlan directed both films, yeah. um, Bulgarian, uh, and both are hits. Pederast, as you you call them. Yes, that's a, that's a joke. Um, Not to uh, take yeah, it don't, seriously. Uh, <laughs> don't, <laughs> no, we don't want to get. We don't want defamation. Sued when Remy soon. Harlan finds our podcast <laughs> on Spotify, <laughs> yeah, because um, he's looking for fans of Cliffhanger, and then it comes across ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, so. Both directed by him. Yeah. Both suck. Both oh, awful. got pretty okay yeah. reviews. And okay, both that's what were I wanted hits. to talk about. So I, I always thought this <laughs> so movie got bad we? reviews. And the reason why I thought it got bad reviews because I remember the first like one. I thought it got bad reviews times, too. That's why I never watched it. Yeah, it got oh, like a one and a half. Remember like when you would like do TV Guide, uh, like yeah, and when you would stars. watch a movie and have other and stars. Have the stars. Die Hard 2 got like one and a half. Uh, and oh, that's like, really bad. So I just assumed, like everyone thought this movie was just garbage, hot garbage. And I was, yeah. when I was watching, I'm like, this movie sucks dick. Right. And then when I looked it up to like see what was going on for this episode of the podcast, um, yeah, it got pretty good reviews. Yeah. Toronto Tomato score is like in the 60s. <laughs> and it made a shit ton of money. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I, I I totally forgot about that stars thing. Yeah, you just reminded me of that because I remember it, I w- it was on Time Warner. I think Verizon still has it. My parents still have cable. I think I uh, I noticed it uh, a few months back. I have to go back and check again. Okay. But I remember like those were pretty accurate. Like yeah. it was actually really rare to see films with four stars. Like when yeah. you saw a movie with four stars, it was super rare. Yeah. Like it was like The Godfather would have it, but even really good films. Like some, there were masterpieces that wouldn't have four four stars. They'd have three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they did that system. I don't know if they have their own internal critics. I don't know. It, People it what, like us. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, but yeah, it's it's got like a sixty something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Uh, this movie you know, made a shit ton of money. So you know, critics weren't always uh, didn't just start becoming sellout hacks. They have been for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, there's no way you can watch this film and think it's a it's a very good film. No, it's this a is, good this it's is a awful. good film. Or even an okay film. No, this is... This is the film you make fun of. Really sh- This is, like, so my mom hates Bruce Willis. And this is, like, <laughs> I think this is movie is, like, partly the reason. Like, when she f- thinks Die Hard is shit, it's not because the original. Yeah. It's because she's probably thinking of Die Hard 2. Like, Die Hard 2 so is, is so shitty, it's stuck in her mind forever. And it is. The movie yeah, it is. is so I mean, bad. There's a scene, and we'll, we'll get to it, where at the end... Bruce Willis, John McClane, to prove that these military men are both in on it with each other. Which happens shoots, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, doesn't make sense. Nope. Shoots, uh, what's his name? 
uh, NYPD Blue cop. What's his? What's uh, the actor's name? Uh, Frank. Frank. Yeah, some Frank. shit. Hey, Frankie. Frank Kurz. No, it's a very. It is a short name. Starts with a K. He's a good actor. Uh, oh God, we're wasting time here. Hold it's on. It's okay. Cast, 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 cast. I had. I have it before. Um. Oh God, I'm gonna die hard one. It's okay with Mr. Reginald. Where's he? Dennis Franz. Dennis Franz. Okay. Fuck. Oh my gosh. Frank. Yes, Franz. Dennis Franz. <laughs> uh, Frank Franz. Uh, <laughs> Dennis so Franz. So he there's a scene there's the scene at the end where Dennis Franz is the just most stereotypical, uh, doofy. Oh, uh, everyone's dumb in this movie. Yeah, so New as, York cop. As smart as like, he's no, just, it's not New York. It's, no, I know he's DC. Yeah, yeah, but he just he's he's from New York. Like he's a New York cop. Like he's this just movie. He's a fucking meatball. This, he's just a meatball. Yeah. Hey, dude, John, what are you doing? Get out of here, McLean. I know about you. Everyone's Everyone knows who McLean is. Everyone sucks, um, including the villains. Are Which dumb is shit tracks too. with cliffhanger. Everyone's tracks an idiot. Perfectly with cliff, cliffhanger. Dude, honestly, it was the first time. The first time I got cliffhanger vibes is the introduction of the villains attacking. I'm like, you guys are morons. This is just like it reminded me oh, of cliffhanger yeah. immediately. Yeah. But there's a scene at the end where it's one of the twists that John discovers that uh, the machine guns are filled with blanks. Yeah. So why are they shooting so, at him? One, one, <laughs> two. In order to prove it, he sprays Dennis Franz. Yeah. In the airport police station where he's got cops with guns drawn on him. Yeah. You would have been blasted to hell yeah. as soon as you pulled the trigger. Absolutely. Blasted Especially to hell. Especially with like all those like NSA and like oh air my, traffic guys. Dude, are you kidding me? You would whatever. have gotten plugged, put in the dirt yeah. in seconds. Yeah. Like, and you're a cop. You yeah. should know that. So that's crazy. The superhero first, John. I mean, cop second, dude. Uh, I mean, that was there's some hero shit going on in this movie. Of course, uh, and John, like, in a lot of times, is actually like there are plenty of times where they're like, John, stay out of this. You you know, yeah. your head. Let the experts take over this, and like they're right. They actually like kind of prove to be right. I, I know, like, they kind of make it seem that he's not right. I don't, or that he is right. Sorry. Oh, when he um, when Kevin Hart goes to the uh, uh, board, uh, the like the thing. Okay, to, the black, black guy, airport the, Carl. Yeah, that. Well, yeah. I, I say he's Kevin Hart because he's like a midge. Yeah, and he's uh, that guy's a terrible actor, but he's he's he's. There's no one good. He's in this the movie. no, he but he's Lieutenant Carl of yes. Die Hard Two. Yes, Carl Air, Winslow. Yeah, Carl Winslow. He's the <laughs> airport Carl. Reginald Vell Johnson. Yeah, Reginald Vell Johnson, original. who's great in the original. Yeah, he's awesome. It's what got him Family Matters. That's why I call him Carl Winslow. He is yeah. Carl Winslow in Die Hard. They just took the character else. and put him in a sitcom. Um, yeah. But that guy's airport. I mean, he's dime store Reginald. Yes. I mean, that's what this guy is. It's a shitty what, Reginald. Yeah. Everything is a shitty version of the original. Yes. It's so like. The villains are faceless, interchangeable. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, the main villain, uh, I don't know the actor's name, but he's in a lot of stuff. He's in Shawshank he's a good Redemption. Act, Shawshank Redemption, famous. He's a good uh, actor. William Sadler, I think his name is. That sounds right. Sure. He looks like a William Sadler. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just I, – that scene is actually in a vacuum is the most insane scene, in my opinion. I, I, it's just – it's the because now it's John being absolutely mar- – I mean, that is just a death sentence. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't make sense that they don't shoot him, so everything about that scene doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But – but let, yeah, let's start from the top. Um, first off, the the logo for Die Hard Two is great, where they do the boom, boom, Die Hard, Die Harder, and it's like so nineties. It's yeah. really great. Really um, rings in nineteen ninety. Yeah, no, it does with uh, 
By the way, Christmas this movie this movie was released in the summertime. <laughs> and it takes place right we, before Christmas. Cuz Hollywood wants to have its cake and eat yeah. it too. Yeah. We want a Hollywood movie. We want to make it a Christmas weekend. movie, but we want that summer box office. Exactly. Oh yeah. And it worked. It worked. It, it certainly worked. did. I mean, so so yeah, so the thing opens up we're in Dulles we're, Airport, which yeah, is yeah, Dulles Airport, Washington, in, in Washington D.C., and he's waiting for his wife to land from L.A. And now he's an L.A. police officer. Yes, he moved to L.A. and became a cop okay. there. So their marriage is fine. Sure. So bon- okay, Bonnie is on her way with her. Yeah, by herself. Sorry, to yes, by herself to spend Christmas back at her her house, her parents' house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He went. They, it's very convoluted. He's there, but before her. Yeah. Which is why move ahead. They don't explain, move right? On. No, he's just there. He and he just loses got there his before. car, and the cop is like, "Hey, it's Christmas." Cop gives him a ticket. Yeah, and he can't, that guy looks be like he belongs in a in a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> very silly. So yeah, he gets a ticket and gets towed. Yeah. So yeah. pretty quickly in the airport, let's skip ahead. Yeah. He notices terrorists in the airport. No, okay. no. And not only that, the reporter, because this, so this is like a separate. This is a little different from Die Hard, where they, not every reporter is a fucking jackass. Yeah. So there's a female reporter in this movie who notices useless character useless useless character who just notices that a some big shot lieutenant colonel is just moseying around with a bunch of like other mercenaries in this airport, and yeah, no colonel one Stewart. and no one thought to ask why is this like guy around after shit goes down yeah because basically there's some high level target um uh, an ex-general from brazil yeah. uh no it's a fake, fake oh it's a country. fake country they're, he, they're trying to play off like uh, a pinochet or yeah, an escobar yeah so a south american like you know, dictator it sounds very iran contra thing going yes, on exactly and he's a prisoner and he's coming off the he's coming as a prisoner to the to the airport to be taken away yeah um to face charges to face justice um American and there's justice. a ton of news there for it there's a ton yeah. of military there's a ton of protection there's a ton of security all of which are useless yeah. and doing nothing yeah. uh because like you said a uh well known within the military context a well known highly well known decorated, enough that a reporter knew him yeah that a right reporter off the bat knew him and he's just wandering through and actually gets interviewed on camera. Hey, there's General it's Flynn. Like, he's hmm, he's walking around. That's weird. Who called him in? Yeah. Because uh, that w- that's what you would think, right? That's uh, we're going to move on. Think. But, uh, yeah, that just oh, yeah. is this what it just is. Dro- this, that's just dropped. Yeah. He just says no comment. Go fuck yourself. Puts his hand in yeah, the camera's face. Words, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And that is it. Right. Um, I guess it He'd be suspect number one. Yeah. Be like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Um. I also have a comment about that. Like, even their whole convoluted plot to get the guy, uh, like, to hold hostage all the planes in the air doesn't make sense either. We'll, we'll talk about mm-hmm. that. Um, but so John, whatever, notices this, notices these guys, these two guys, ske- sketchy looking guys. John going is into never a back off the room. clock. No, never. He's, he's a, he's a he hero is cop. a cop. It's a goddamn hero cop. Uh, <laughs> so he goes and follows them into the luggage room. Yeah, which is breaking a law. Uh, no. l- l- let's leave that alone. Okay, he's a cop. He's got a badge. Hey, you see this badge? Let me in. That's a get out of jail free card. That's license to kill, buddy. (laughs) I can go see the president with this badge. Do you understand? 
let me see the president. Do you see my badge? I'm an L.A. cop. <laughs> okay. So the guy lets him in. Sure. Yeah. So these guys are doing some shady shit in the luggage room. We don't really know what. They're, they're what, planting bombs? I mean, what, what, what were they doing? That was what I gathered, and they were, I guess, trying to jam up something. It is unclear. Okay. So it and we don't see them succeed in doing well, it either. Well, here, here's what I'm saying. Here's where we get cliffhanger vibes off the bat. So if you've never seen Cliffhanger and you haven't listened to our epic podcast, <laughs> shame on you. But the the thing about, problem with Cliffhanger is the villains are their own worst enemies. They're incompetent throughout Dumb the Dumb as fuck. Nothing they do makes sense. Uh, the guy, John Lithgow, is supposed to be this uh, super ex-military intelligence mm-hmm. uh, genius uh and he sucks. He, he, he like no a one lot trusts of him. Yeah, constant infighting. They're buffoons. Like even if Sylvester Stallone never got on the mountain, they never would have got home with that money. There's just no way they they would have killed each yep. other. Um, it's just clear off the bat. This isn't uh that level because at least the main guy Colonel Stewart does seem competent. He acts competently. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. overt in the film. If you actually think about his plan, it's stupid. But when he the way he actually at, behaves and acts in the film in his scenes. Uh, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a serious guy. He's a competent guy. Helped by the good acting. William Sadler, whatever his name is, does a fine job. Um, but anyway, going back to these, his, his, hench- his men, mm-hmm. his, merc- his hired mercenaries, the men he handpicked, yep. uh, his, his, they're uh... not competent because no matter what they're doing in the luggage room, and to be fair, it doesn't really matter, right? No. Whether they're planting a bomb or trying to jam shit up or trying to plant a radio transmitter, it's all MacGuffin anyway. Yeah. And that's not... that. That's true of a film, a good film or a bad film. I'm not. That's not a criticism of the film. Uh, John asks them what they're doing there, yeah, and asks for ID, and they immediately Shoot. start opening fire, now, when guns just blazing. Like... I'm coming out blasting. Yeah, you're supposed to be smooth, professional operators. Like you're hired yeah. mercenaries. You're ex special forces. Yeah. And all you're going to do is come out blasting, and they do this throughout the film. Yeah. Like, there's no even, like, hey, yeah, I got my ID. Yeah, yeah, come over here. You yeah, know, we'll give you ID. And then they put a gun to his yeah. head or, and kill him or, or tie even him up better, or, or even better, hey, buddy, do you know who's coming to Dulles Airport in three hours? Like, one of the biggest drug dealers and dictators right. in the world. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Oh, yeah. How about having here's, military here's credentials? Here's my military credentials because yeah. they probably have some because they're mercenaries. Yeah. Here, Here's the shit. Get the fuck out. Right. We have to make sure – we're doing a security check. Yeah, exactly, which is here. why we're armed. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many ways out of that situation. So many excuses that so you they use. try. They instead, they pull out a gun. Oh, yeah. And in between and in a luggage room surrounded ter- – can't shoot. Can't shoot. But even if they could, it's not an easy shot. No, all, there's a lot John's, of shit going on. There's fucking beams and metal uh, tractors and fucking conveyor belts. Obstacles. And John is obscured. Like, even in the yeah. scene, I'm watching the scene, and John's head's just kind of poking out. Yeah. Like, you got to be a crack shot. And the guy just told you he's a cop. Yeah. Or you, or uh, I, I can't actually exactly remember, but if he doesn't, he's talking to you like a cop. So you got to assume, as a fucking operator, yeah. this guy's probably a cop. He's talking like a cop. Probably yeah. has a gun. Yeah. Um, so why would I even take the risk and well, get into a think, gunfight? It makes First you off, think why nine eleven happened because these guys are just willy nilly yeah. with their guns bringing them in. Yeah, but to airports. Uh, but this is the thing: these Along guys are the worst else. terrorists of all time, though. Oh yeah. First off, those guns would have rattled throughout the whole airport. Yeah. There's no way people wouldn't have heard that. Oh yeah. Guns are extremely loud. Yeah. Does and they were not. Make and they sense. were shooting machine guns. Yeah. 
does it make sense? And, and they can't kill John. No. With Shiga. He's just got the semi-automatic. He's got a Glock. That's it. Yep. So he's got he's got his issue his his LA issued weapon. Yes. Um so that's how this movie starts. Uh and yeah. there's just some dumb shit like even I mean this is a small one but even when they're fighting John starts using a uh golf clubs. Oh yeah. Do you notice the golf bag isn't sealed at all? It's just on the conveyor belt. Yeah. It's not sealed at all. Yeah, and like, it doesn't make sense. And that was like a martial So what made the original Die Hard so good is that um there's a lot of reasons why but John McClane is not just a he's not a hero really. He is kind of just a regular guy cop who happens to save the day yes. using his wits. Not only that, they also make it clear in the film that like they're constantly underestimating him. Yes. So like even the his first kill, the the brother, the blonde guy, yes. like he's got John almost dead to rights at one point. Yeah, Carl's brother, yeah. Yeah, Carl's brother. Like he's like he's talking shit and yeah. then John kind of just thro- tackles him down the stairs, and the guy breaks his neck. Yeah. Like, and then he gets a machine gun. But like, yeah. it's kind of lucky the guy's talking shit to him. But the, even the guy, even one of the terrorists, when he's shooting him under the table. Yeah. Like he's kind of just he's he's toying with him. Yeah. Like there's this sense throughout the film that they're completely underestimating this guy, who's also a good cop. Yeah. Do you know he's what a mean? regular guy, and yes. that's important. And right. the thing is that like as even much... at the very end, the villain, uh, what's his name, the blonde, has a gun to his head. Yeah. Could have killed him. Yeah. And goes, no, 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 we're going to fight this out one-on-one, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Carl, John, yeah. 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 Is that his name? Yeah, his name's name? Carl. Okay. Um, and then Han could have shot him, and he you know, chose not to. He chose to do the James Bond thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, so that's throughout the film. Yeah. Like, there are plenty places in Die Hard where you're like, John should have died. But the film is making that clear. Yeah. Like, the film's with you there. Like, yeah, yeah, John should have died, but this is how he got out of it. And you buy it. Yeah. And not only does he – because he, it's kind of a reverse hero's journey where he foils the bad guys. Usually it's the reverse. The bad guys foil are the hero. Right. He foils – but it, there's a lot of instances in the first Die Hard where they kind of foil him foiling them. Like, they uh-huh. stop him. This does not happen in Die Hard 2 at no. all. He is just a monkey in the wrench, a pain in the ass, like he says. Throughout the whole th- – out the whole movie and they don't seem to be able to uh get over that ever yeah. at all no, no no they can never overcome it they are dumb um and e- but even so anyway oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry to cut you off anyway yeah. that whole digression came because he's a regular cop in the first one a regular guy in this one he is doing muay thai like karate against the black guy in the conveyor belt right like it is a fight choreographed fight scene he has changed yeah so fame I mean, has gotten to him. that's the thing he's <laughs> become famous and now he's a world-class fighter yeah, yeah. you know what i mean he At least with Fast and the Furious, they don't. They just lean into how ridiculous it is that Vin yeah. Diesel goes from auto shop or, or worker to uh, top level secret agent. Yes, hired by the government. But <laughs> with John, like this shit just happened. Like everybody knows who he is. Yeah, he's the most famous man in Washington. Yeah, in the airport at least. Well, I read about you, John. Yeah, whatever. But like again, <laughs> ex special forces hired mercenaries. Supposed to be high level operators, mm-hmm. the best the money can buy. John wouldn't took him stand too seriously. <laughs> a chance. Yeah, took him way really. Yeah, took too him, seriously. You're right. Took him too seriously. You're right. Holy shit, we gotta. They would have killed him. We gotta <laughs> pop this guy off right away, immediately. Like almost like they're scared. Yeah. Like they just get frantic. Yeah. They're absolutely frantic. There's nothing calm or uh, collected about these guys. No. And John just beats them. He just yes. beats them one on one. Grabs a golf club, beats them up. Guy's head is crushed in the conveyor belt. Yep. Um. The whole airport doesn't shut down at this point. No. I mean, no, Dennis Franz fights. is the worst uh, police chief 
airport chief or whatever that position is oh, yeah. ever because there's a like even after that he's like you're the guy who ruined my conveyor belt destroyed the yeah. luggage blah 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 do 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 yeah. never once mentions the dead body no he is not a cop he yeah i don't is, know what he is but he is an hr person but it's like <laughs> yeah but it's like dude two two people yeah. just open fire on a cop yeah and say what you want about the cop but he killed one of them yeah and one got away this is full and people saw him down someone saw him chasing this black this is 1990 a cop is chasing a black man yeah firing shots i mean this is and we're not gonna believe him this is at bedlam. all this is bad i mean this Come is on. like dude whoa, 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 what's going on here call swat call the military call yeah. whatever there's Something's something going on something happened and like you could call him an go asshole the, all you want. go to the box there's something there right planted why aren't we going to the box no one ever does that no doesn't make sense so so that happens so this sets up the whole thing so what's the whole fucking <laughs> villains thing basically vil the villains uh are able to hack or usurp the control tower yes um and basically they they hack the or they uh intercept the uh radio transmissions correct the radio signals so they effectively control and the radar and, uh, and the radar. And so basically, they're the ones that have to be able to guide. The control tower has to guide these planes safely because there's so many of them on yes. the safe runway. And if they don't, blow up. Okay. Yeah. So their idea is to heal, hold them all hostage yes. until the plane lands uh -huh. and then get out of there with the di the dictator. Yes. Um. Why? And this becomes clearer later on in the film when you see, like, the kind of lack of security – <laughs> Why would you give, like, the U.S. government, um, who, if they were competent in the film, would shut this down in seconds? Yeah. This Why would you give them the heads up where now they have time to think and mobilize and figure out what to do? Because no matter what you do, you're going to have to get that guy off the runway. Yeah. And he's going to have to land. Um and you're gonna have to get out of there. Yeah. Well, so why not just wait till he lands? Why are you fucking with the planes in the air? Uh, because we need a reason for Bruce Willis to have a connection to his wife in the air. No. Uh, yeah, I understand. Well, that's how we make they make us care. Because otherwise, why would we really give give a shit? I guess like emotionally. Obviously, we don't want to see people yes. in the planes die. Because uh, she's held hot. Because she's held hostage again. Right. With the news reporter from the first one, what a quinky dink. When I first LA news when I, when I, mean, I that saw that, talk about that's what I hated. Service. That's what I hated. I hated. I kind of. I think I hate that more than anything in this movie. <laughs> is that they had that's that reporter uh, on the same flight as her. Same not flight. A, not even a different. Two seats away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't stand it. I like yeah. if it was like just so happened to be like he's going to whatever. Make up some bullshit uh, wash, uh, White House correspondence uh, right, Christmas something. dinner. Okay, fine. Whatever. He's there. Uh, but like the same the same actual flight where he has to be with her. Right. Constantly. Um, also, it's kind of uh, point. Eh, it's not pointless because he, he eventually is able to get that on the air. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just... He essentially does what he does again. He Hard just does it again. That's why they brought him back. Yeah. He's got to play the same exact role. Yeah. Uh, and be the same disruptor and annoyance and, um, yeah. you know, news newsman. Uh, to be fair, though, I thought he was actually scumbag. doing his job this time. Yeah, he actually was. No, no, it actually <laughs> He actually sense. did the right thing yeah, yeah. as In a reporter. Way, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just... Like, at least with Carl, 
like that makes sense. John's friends with him and he gives him a call. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's like, I need your help. Okay, that makes Check perfect. Check out these fingerprints. Yeah, that's a way to uh, get the pay the fan service and get the favorite characters back. Yeah, with it making sense. Yes, um, and at least that's just a cameo. Yes, exactly. In and out, good, no more. Right. Fun. The reporter man stays the whole time. Yeah, no, no, he's an important character. It's so. fucked up. It's it's stupid. Yeah. Um, stupid I also movie. found it funny that um, in terms of just being a lazy sequel, uh, <laughs> yeah. do you notice like we the film just kind of takes for granted that we all know who John is? Yeah. If you actually didn't know anything about Die Hard and you're watching this film, like – there's nothing about the film that makes John interesting. No, it's no. It's just carried by the interesting, our knowledge yeah, the, of how funny he was in the first one. And now yeah. we like get to enjoy, like, oh, that's our the, John. The interesting three-dimensional character of John McClane is absent in Die Hard 2. Yes. Like he the, is, like they're he just is saying, an action hero archetype. Yeah, I mean, they're making it seem like this is just episode two of the Die Hard series. Yes. And we've all saw episode one. They're all one thing. Yeah. Uh, so go watch the first one, and we don't have to do anything about his character in the second one. His just yeah. This is his character now. Yes. Um, so that was funny because I'm watching this. I'm like – But he has no character. That's the problem. No. That, he's it's just, so bad. He's just yelling. Yeah. And, and he's quips. just talking shit to people, and he's doing quips and talking to himself. Yeah. Oh, he's in another vent. Yeah. Ha ha. Remember that? In the Why first does this one? happen on Christmas again? Yeah. Doop de derp. <laughs> I mean, I actually wrote that ventilation duct again. Oh, John. <laughs> you know, but even in that with the ventilation duct scene with Airport Carl when he's going with the, with the cops, <laughs> like the, the quote unquote expert mercenaries, they just they're just escalating things oh yeah so right away fast t-1000 shoots his gun real quick yeah just robert boom, patrick boom, 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 boom. yeah and Lig uh, liguizamo gets uh capped off dude, real quick liguizamo's in the movie for what 10 seconds yeah Did it, was Liguizamo, he was not known at all at this point no. i mean he did the what year was the pest that was <laughs> i think 93 i love the pest i, I want i want i want to do the pest for this i love that movie when i was a kid i was a big stupid. liguizamo fan but he no, I, he was not known uh, at all. It must have not been no, at all. I mean, it's this is like he's a already sag... thirty years old by this point. I mean, that, that's I didn't like know he a... was that old, by the way. Oh, I didn't either. I mean, yeah. that's like a background gig. That that that. Oh yeah, scene. I mean, this was he's, just he was just there. like a five liner. So yeah, um, no, the pest. I think is like I think the pest is even after Carlito's way. Well, Carlito's way was ninety two. Yeah, I think the pest is like, so like ninety three, ninety four, ninety three. Okay. I thought it was 93. You can look it up. Yeah. Uh, but then there was – what year was Super Mario Brothers? That was like 91, wasn't it? No, I think that was 1994 too with Hoskins. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Um, actually, look that up. Look it up. Because I love that movie as a kid too, Super Mario Brothers. And that's another just shitty did. movie. Oh, that movie sucks. <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> the Raptors. Oh my God! With Coop, with uh, Dennis Hopper as Koopa. Yeah, yeah. It was ninety three. Ninety three. Okay. Okay. We're both uh, sort of right. So he was he was getting there. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So and Robert Patrick from T one thousand again another fun. Cameo. At least he and, and he has a speaking role in this one. He actually says probably more lines than he did in, T in Terminator two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets blown away. Right. Oh, so Carlito's way was ninety three too. Okay. That was so maybe, so the pest so the pest must have been after. Oh, pest was ninety seven. I was way off. Oh shit! I thought that was a that look that looks like an early nineties yeah, movie. That does not look like a ninety seven film. No. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I thought that was 97. But anyway, yeah, so f some fun cameos. But they just escalate things quickly. Also, in this scene, it became really clear to me that um, the sets even look like the original Die Hard. Yeah, but like it, the empty factory, and the you would think they floors. would look better because the this die they didn't think the original Die Hard was going to be a huge hit. Yeah, so like they really uh, skirted a lot of things. Um, this had a very large budget, and it looks cheaper. Yeah, it does. Oh, it looks way cheaper. It looks terrible, one. and that's because uh, our what? director is not as good as John McTiernan, the first one's director. Yes, correct. at all. Also, they pro probably a hefty some of that uh, went to. Bruce Willis, I would imagine, too. Yeah. I mean, he's going to command a higher salary. Yeah. Um, and it must have just been him because there are no other stars in this film. There's no other stars. Where's the stars? <laughs> there's, there's some... Hit me in the head, John. I need to see some stars. Right. I mean, there are... The, and there are accomplished actors in this and uh, Franz and the rest of them. They are good actors. Uh, but, yeah, they just... Uh, Bruce Willis is the star and that's all there is. I mean, they corrected that in Die Hard with a Vengeance. They brought on Jeremy Irons and Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. Um, who are bona fide stars. Yep. Um, so, but yeah, it does look cheap as hell. And, and gave them all characters. Like oh, they have real characters. With real yes. motivations. Yes, correct. That all makes sense. Um, <laughs> the plot, again, is so insane. And, oh, it's stupid. But it, it, but, it's but everyone's a real person. Yeah, and it actually makes the relationships make sense. And it's a fun way of actually connecting it back to the original Die Hard by correct. making him as uh, 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 Alan Rickman's brother. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're talking Hans, about another yeah. film. Uh, Hans. Um, but like, I even I'm like, these are special forces military. They shoot like panicky retards. I mean, like <laughs> these military guys suck. <laughs> these guys are pros. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, how about, oh, this is a stupid comment. I'm not even going to say it. Um, oh yeah. John is MacGyver in this film. He's constantly finding little tricky ways to fit. I mean, he literally acts like Rapunzel and ties bed sheets together yeah. and rappels out after he like blew up the whole entire right. radio so again center. they yeah. this is the theme that they just with airport beat carl to death yeah with airport carl this is a thing they beat to death in the first movie where john has to figure out these kind of macgyver rays to make mm -hmm. things work but it's in the first one like it's always really off the seat of his pants and sloppy yeah like the only one that is when like he kills carl's brother he like does like a check and he just takes everything, and he winds up using it when he takes it all out of the backpack. What when he throws the C four down the vent? Well, yeah. Now, well, he takes that. He takes the lighter, and yeah. he takes which allows Carl to see he's in the vents. Right. Like there's like a he takes stock of what he has. In this, it's just no. He just figures. He just he's just always doing that yeah. throughout this entire film. Yeah. I mean, he does it a few times in the first one. Like he. Like, even going through the vent. But, again, he doesn't really know where it's going. doesn't exactly work well. Even with the C4, it's very sloppy. He just throws it down the vent. Yeah. Ties the hose didn't know. Didn't know it was going to fucking blow him up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this, it just all works, basically. Yeah. Uh, and they constantly, throughout this film, too, use, like, they have these, they create these moments of suspense where you, do, like, they try to make it of, how is John going to get away from this one? Like, when the plane comes in and he has to close the door. Yeah. Um, and another one where the again the guys leaning up like like it looks like they're gonna kill him yeah uh, and there's zero suspense because no I never buy for a second he's gonna die I mean it's just a waste of time we know he's not and gonna they could have done we so much better when he's actually it. in the air in the airplane and they throw all the um, grenades in there that right. could have been done really well like if I actually bought he was gonna die yeah like, but we're not that's why it, I don't at all no I mean you kind of you you. Go with it in the first one because it's the first movie. Yeah. And you don't know how this movie is going to end. You pretty much know he's not going to die. But yeah. also, um, 
it's it's less how he's gonna die, less is he gonna die to how is he actually gonna beat these guys yeah um but uh yeah i mean it's just i also wrote uh airport carl's a terrible actor there must have been at this point that oh that's really bad that. this is when i started realizing there's a lot of cliffhanger things in here that's because remember they to scramble the code there's a uh, an unbreakable code of only like four numbers so the combinations aren't a lot right and i'm just like that sounds a lot like cliffhanger and then <laughs> yeah. when i and then when i googled die hard i was like oh let me see the director's name oh oh and i was like yeah. oh oh it is him okay but i just wonder because he I got like... he stole that really bad idea and put it and made it even worse right let's make this already terrible idea yeah and put it in this place where it's also S- shitty. snowmobiles machine guns <sighs> but uncrackable codes that should be able to be cracked but then my question becomes uh i guess this guy the director <laughs> was changing this screenplay around because it's too it's all different writers you know what i mean mm-hmm. so cliffhanger was <laughs> sliced alone <laughs> yeah. and someone else's co-writer yeah and this is like one of the co-writers from die hard and then somebody yeah, D'Souza, else yeah D'Souza, yeah yeah um yeah i also just think i don't think there was any thought put into this movie i think it was just like what's, no, I mean, we're gonna we make an action it here too much it's just a cash grab I yeah mean, oh, yeah a total cash grab yeah um they probably started writing it as soon as the box office numbers came out for the first one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the first one came out in 87? Uh, 88. Not eight? Yeah, 88. And this was 1992? 1990. One? 90? No, 1990. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. So. It had to be right away. Yeah, so Die Hard was 1988. <laughs> Oof. And this was 90. I mean, yeah, you're right. This must have gone into production immediately. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we need a script. Yeah, and they bought it from some other, they bought it from some book. I looked it up. And by the way, it the book takes place at LaGuardia. So why didn't you just put him back? Why did it have to be del- uh, whatever. There's a lot of questions questions to ask here, but uh, maybe maybe it was good. did they actually film it at Dulles? I have no idea. I I I really don't know. That I I should have looked that up actually. Yeah. But like um so anyway what happens is uh they wind up taking uh control of all the flights around the area this is when we get uh senator fred thompson coming comes in who's uh-huh. acting as as bad as his politics right yeah. in this, he is terrible in this <laughs> he's movie he's not good in the film he's never he's not a good actor no, he's no, just, he's he has that authoritative air but like because he is a government dude but yeah. like he's he's just not a good actor he never was and he's like what the head of the TSA or some some shit like that. I don't know. He runs a control tower. I don't know what the actual official title is. Yeah, and he like half asses believes McLean, but yet doesn't make believe McLean. His character is very wishy washy. Yeah, so like he's like on Franz's side, and then McLean just keeps yelling, and he's like, you know what, you're right. You're, yeah, but then I'm still gonna. Right, John. But I'm still <laughs> John, you're right. But I'm God still damn not it, gonna. John McLean, you know your shit. <laughs> it's like get this cowboy out of here and it's, but like get this yankee a gun yeah so at first he yeah at first he's on dennis franz's side and then he turns on him also yeah. happens to the, but then he turns on mclean because like he then it become he becomes i don't know i guess a government official yeah, doesn't want the, the responsibility of what's going on once the military show up yeah yeah, yeah. um the guy from uh coming to america what's his name <laughs> yeah 
which it is William Sadler, by the way, John yes. Amos, John Amos. So his who's ca- a good actor. I really like him. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, when he says I'm a major, I'm major, whatever his name is, major, major Grant, not Major Kong. Okay, Major yeah. Grant. When he's like there, I'm like, isn't a mate? And he's like, I taught him everything yeah, he knows. Yeah. I'm like, isn't a major lower than a lieutenant colonel? Yes, correct. Yeah, so how is. did he teach him everything he knows? Like, wouldn't it be the other way around? Maybe he moved up the ranks and this guy stayed a major. No, I'm. Oh, was, I don't know why you're thinking about it that hard. So was he Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna. He, I'm gonna stay a they captain. Were, maybe they were play, th- th- thinking about me giving him his own movie and to how that happened. <laughs> you know who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It's uh. It's a bad character. It, well, he's there just for the swerve. Yeah. So yeah, the major's really only there because he's there for the swerve that is not really uh, built upon at all. It it comes out of a left, right, up, down field. Yep. Again, even if you dig into it, it I don't see how it makes sense. No. I mean, and what's the what's the end game here with these guys? Are they looking to start their own country? Yeah. Where are they going? Because like, he's going back to a country that hates him. Yeah, and he he was overthrown. So that, what is he going to do? You guys are going to take on the U.S. government because now you're traitors yeah. to your country. Yeah. Um, and where's the they're like, going to bring that no money either? Like, how much is this guy paying? Like, there's no there's no discussion. amount of money in the world. First of all, that that would make sense. No, but like no discussion of it either. We just like why is he? Why are these guys siding with this despot? Yeah. Well, he makes a. He, also, how he becomes a uh, the pilot makes no sense. How oh. he just kills that soldier yeah, in the yeah, plane, yeah. just kills him. Right. We don't, and it's off screen. We don't see it, which because they knew how this doesn't make sense. Yeah, how he was able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, Could have made it make sense, but we don't have time. We don't care. No. 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 But even, I mean, we have to get this on July fourth, nineteen ninety. Yeah. But even, but like even Commander Stewart. He does mention at some point, like, this guy's the one that's going to keep our world from going red or whatever. Like, he, he implies that this guy's, like, this fascist dictator that suppresses communists. So, like, it he does give oh, this— Oh, we, we still got to do Cold War shit? That's what I'm saying. They're giving the subtext, like, he has an ideological reason for it. But then me- later he mentions how we're, they're going to be on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Like Hans says yeah. in Die Hard 1. Yeah. So you're just doing this for money? I mean, how much money would you take to betray the U.S. government and make a public spectacle of oh. screwing them over and stealing killing three hundred like innocent British people, people too? Yeah, in they a were plane, not even Americans; they're British. Uh, screwing with the control tower, becoming terrorists on yeah. Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and completely humiliating our military, our. Uh, our airport security, our police, all within, all in the capital, in yeah. the U.S. capital. I mean, the U.S. government and military will come raining down on you like no other. You'll be the most yeah. wanted man on the planet, yeah, uh, by far yeah. at this point in time in 1990. And there's no way you're getting away with even that. adversarial countries would probably open their borders for absolutely our black they box would to just take them out. It's like, dude, you got a choice. Let us in, or we're coming in. Yeah, yeah come on in. We yeah. don't. We'll, we'll. Or they'll say we'll arrest them for you. Yeah, like the, the, the 
and they would know this. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it doesn't make sense. No. Even if these guys win, they're not going to win. No. So I'm like, again, these guys are morons. <laughs> yeah. Like Major Grant just betrays him, and it doesn't make sense. No. No. And we don't even know his reasons for it. No, they're never. We don't know. We don't know the reasons for this. No. <laughs> like no, he's don't. he's not a mercenary. His no. band of of brothers who he commands are not mercenaries. At least they with... become it. They all are on his side. Wow. I mean, how many guys are you gonna pay? There's like forty of them now. There's a that's a it's a platoon. Yeah. What is it? Ten million each. And they are like really ready to just like do this. No, and they kill that one kid because yeah, because like, oh, I wish I was with you there, and because we needed because the screenwriter just knew we needed a, a way of showing that they're going to be the, bad they're guys. They're evil, yes, that correct. The swerve is coming, so like, still doesn't make sense. Again, why even kill the kid? Because by by the time this is all over, everybody's going to know. It was oh, you everyone's anyway. going to know it's you. So why kill the kid? Because he's evil. Because now he's evil, John. Yeah. Dun dun dun. I mean. Uh, so he actually <laughs> John's looking at his notes he's trying to figure out which one I'm trying saying. to get up to where I am but uh, you know we're all over uh, this just like the plot is all over in Die Hard too. yeah well how about two at the end uh, this is a note I have so all this because now we've gone beyond where John shoots the empty clip the blanks and these guys betrayed them and it was all a double it was a double cross like in Die Hard 1 yeah but in a much more convoluted shitty way yeah um in the and fucking steeple. then they basically are getting away, and John now has become hell-bent on stopping them. Yeah. For what reason? So at this point, I understand beforehand trying to stop you guys because he wants back at the control tower. But once they leave, the control tower uh, has uh, – like they cut off radio transmissions. Why isn't John just focused on finding out how his wife's going to land safely? Because he surreptitiously knows that her flight uh, fuel is almost done. Yes, and he knows that if he makes a trail of gasoline and blows up the plane, it will create a lighted runway for every plane, and he will save tens of thousands of lives. Yes. Right? I mean, that like, what was the plan if that didn't happen? Which John didn't even do that in order to do that. He just was making a gasoline trail so he could blow up the plane. Yes. Uh, I don't know. He's a two birds with one stone kind of fella. Yeah. That's what John McClane has become. I mean, I, the ending makes no sense. I don't even know what's going on. Oh, no. On. They fought how the helicopter just lands him on the wing, and then they fight on the wing? On the wing. How about we don't fight on the wing? <laughs> please. How about— Please don't fight on the wing. How about you just take off, and he falls, and he dies? Right. How about we don't fight? Why are we fighting on this? What is going on? So the guy could beat him up, and John is the fake underdog for two seconds. It's like, oh, he won. and Oh, he beat the black guy pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, he he, he gets one win, one loss. Whoop. You know what I mean? Uh, the guy's old. You know? I was hoping he, someone died actually, that way, by the way, when he got sucked into the propellers. I'm like, I want someone to die through the propellers. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fuck up the plane. At least they, they did that. Yeah. Um, but even when... I mean, this culminates in the beautiful, like, just chef's kiss ending where he goes and lights the gasoline and then says, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Because he knows. Does he say that in the third one? He says it in every film. He, like, that, that's his thing? That's his thing. It's Oslo Vista, baby. It. I'll be back. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's your PKA motherfucker. Which makes sense to his character in the first what he's not really a cowboy. No one's calling him Roy. Yeah, in yeah. The second one. How does it come up in the third one? Uh, At least it's Hans' brother. Maybe he it's makes before, a reference. It's before he kills Simon, yeah. I, I forget exactly, but it's before he kills Simon. It's okay. before the big thing happens yeah, 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 all yeah. the time. Right, of course. But uh, also, in the, the original Die Hard, he says it a couple times. And also Hans says it. So it's like it's not just like, oh, I'm about to shoot you, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audience applauses. No, that's said a couple times in the original Die Hard. Yeah, he says yippee ki motherfucker, and then he and yeah. then Hans brings it back. At the yeah. End. yeah, and then he does it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. In this one, it's I'm blowing up the the plane full of terrorists and mercenaries, and I'm gonna use that Hollywood tagline. Yeah, save the day to sell the movie. Yeah, yep. Uh, I also have a note Trailer here. done. A way to justify McLean. What happens at the very end? There's some sort of anticlimactic ending at the end. Oh, he sees uh, his wife. She gets. Oh yeah, why is he hand. screaming? Father, father. <laughs> How does he know that's the? the he does it one, and he's just screaming. Ah, <laughs> no plane crash. Like it's landing no. safely. No, and th- where where was the debris from the British Airlines flight that? No, crashed? it doesn't matter. I mean, where is no none, those all those people who died? No one cares about. No, that. no one gives a shit. Everyone's this making is where a the newswoman is. This is where the news reporter is. No, yeah, is she here? would be is there. that at the crash site. She I mean, would be that's the, the story. That that, that would and become also, a Holly enormous is not, story. Not at all surprised that she sees John all bloodied and beat up. Yeah, like there's there's an excuse for a hacky cute line like "Oh, John fighting terrorists again." Yeah, but she's like, "Oh, well, like she just barely acknowledges it." Yeah, and she also, I think, doesn't she tell the cameraman to not shoot them anymore? Also, the news reporter does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the news. Reporter. Uh, yeah. Like, because she's the good one. Yeah, yeah, the good one. Which is, why wouldn't you have him shoot that? That's a happy moment. Yeah. In like, the destruction of the 300 deaths, look at this hero cop and his wife. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have that? Like, that's... First off, you're trying to she's say... She's not like, going for the Peabody. It's not even a private moment. No. They're doing it in front of everyone. Yeah. So it's not meant to be private. No. They don't give a shit. Nope. So you're already filming all these people here. Yep. You're not going to film them having this public display of affection. Also, where is the plane in retrospect to all the other planes landing with? That's a great question. I had that thought, too. First off, it's Holly's plane that lands first among the many. Of course. course. Of course. We got to end this movie now. Yeah. Uh, He said, yippee ki motherfucker. It's time to wrap up. It's time to Hitchcock this. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go home. Bring it on home. Give us your money. (laughs) Now you can leave. Enjoy the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I also just saw that Bruce Willis uh, got paid seven and a half million for this one. Good for Bruce Willis. Good for Bruce. Good for, you know, from moonlighting to action star. Good yeah. for him. That's wild. Because I'm pretty sure famously he got paid like very little in the first well, one. Yeah, because he was Die no, Hard he was, was no his one. shot. That was yeah. his shot. He was the actor in moonlighting. And it yeah. was like a whatever <laughs> show. Didn't get like huge ratings on for a few seasons like this was his shot and he cashed in good for him yeah he chose well you know he chose the right movie because that was a good movie no it's a great one it's you know treats its plot and its characters with respect not this one (laughs) not this one at all 
uh, we're not doing justice to how bad this movie is. But no, it's it really but honestly, is. That I can't bad. recommend it. It's not even oh, no, bad enough to, to No, no, this movie's it's just, not even fun enough to watch. Just watch Cliffhanger if you want to watch why bad. Yeah, uh, Cliffhanger really is a thousand times film. better cuz it's it's so bad. It's so uh, I appreciate Cliffhanger much more than this. Yeah, this is just bad. This is just a bad movie. It also kind of uh cheapens the first one too cuz it takes a yep. great character and makes him shittier. Yep. You know what I mean? So yes, it's it way worse. Yeah. Everybody, everything about Cliffhanger is fun. No one got hurt. No. You're not ruining a film franchise. No. You know? No. No. This is bad. This is a really... Yeah. It's, so, it's I mean, uninteresting, too. We were tempted to go scene by scene, but we didn't. And I'm glad we didn't. No, no, no. deserve it. No, that's just that's just the layout of the film. Yeah. Terrorists well, take over. He thwarts oh, so them. We, we have the nice little fun uh jibber jabber at the end when fran shows up and he's like hey mcclain's this your ticket yeah, yeah, yeah. well let's rip it up oh, yeah. hey, now they're on the same side now yes it's christmas yeah because yeah, you yeah. needed that you knew that was gonna come back i yeah. mean i knew that from minute one actually when he was talking about that i'm like this is gonna come back at the end of the film. yeah uh check off's police ticket yes correct yeah um what else the, oh there was also the 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 fucking janitor Oh, Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. <laughs> Sling Blade? about him. Sling Blade? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't touch my coat. It's a nice coat. And he, like, shows him the map. I'll take you to Terminal A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's helping John. No one's helping the military. Like, even when John finds yeah. the church where the guys are, he's Really there quick, by the way. I, very I, fast. I wanted to note that. He found that, that – him and Airport, Airport Carl, Carl found that steeple – in record time and then it became game of thrones season six where we're just there yeah well but not not only that first off airport carl finds it basically yeah he goes to john instead of the military maybe he already and then when they're there john goes basically like i'm gonna go out blasting by myself to these gang of highly trained special forces mercenaries but to john's defense uh they all suck so far, so yeah. I'm just going to assume that they still suck. He's got plot armor on his side. Uh, yes, exactly, and he knows it. And then he goes he to Airport Carl, go tell the military, uh, John, wait for them. Yeah. Wait for them. This is literally no. their job. This we need is another what they're fight here scene. to do. Yeah, but, any, but it's an awful fight scene. He doesn't even oh, use the terrible. gun because because actually John actually and has discretion he here. And he kind of kills wanna... him like Cliffhanger. Instead of a tragolite, he uses the yeah, ice the pick. Yeah, the ice thing. Yeah. Which was a terrible edit also because they knew it looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has to quietly kill him because the gun's gonna make a sound. But like b- b- him and the guy bouncing into sheds. This movie was and edited jumping around. Did it matter? This movie was edited by Stuart Baird, and Stuart Baird has been nominated, I think, for like two or three Oscars. And he became Warner Brothers house editor. He's very good. He <laughs> had very little to work with here. Yeah. Like there's a lot of quick edits because to to try and cover up bad shit. It's a it's terrible. Yeah, no, it's really bad. It's awful, awful, awful. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I'm trying to think what the worst moment in the film is. That I mean, that that one's pretty bad. And that's when he finds out the whole jet ski fight with the blanks. Yeah, 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 like yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. would there be blanks? What? Like, and why are you shooting blanks at John McClane? Not only that, that <laughs> means they brought the blanks with them. So yeah. who are they planning to trick? I don't know. I guess the I guess the whole plan was. Uh, where to major Congo and they were going to blow up the steeple, I guess. And everyone would die. But like, that's not really said. 
and there I guess they were going to set up a firefight for for what witnesses? I the know. entire military squad was in on it. I don't, I don't know. Uh, also, why is it only just one military squad? That the whole there'd be the Again, almost the entire army would be up Dulles's they ass. They would be locked down. The airport would be locked down. Yeah, there'd be the you know there'd be the there flying be there'd be the flying angels going around. That's what I'm saying. There's got to be some contingency here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bringing like the military planes and then like maybe they guide them. Yeah. Something. There's got to be a bunch of things going on here. Right. Yeah. Or going and like, did they mention like putting guys in the ground with flares? Like the guy just said, don't do that. Uh yeah something yeah uh, if you do that uh, I'll crash one which was honestly that was probably my favorite part of the movie was when he uh went through with his threat and oh, yeah. killed all those people no I'm like was, oh this is a serious villain then yeah yeah no that was actually really intense that was yeah. the best part of the film with Col- that was actually, Col- Meany as the air pilot yeah <laughs> well because that was actually that was actually suspenseful because you're like oh shit is, is he gonna back gonna off it? Yeah, no no he, he fucking doesn't. does it yeah which is like the worst way to die I could think of is fucking dying <laughs> oh it, it was fucking awful yeah. Uh, that was actually harrowing. Yeah. That's, that's the best part of the film. Best part of the film. You're like, oh, wow, this villain is actually hardcore. What else yeah. does he do? Nothing. No, he does nothing after that. That's it. No, he just, you know. That's it. Not complex, really. Don't even really know why he's doing what he's doing. No, we don't know any. That's the problem. Like I said, like, we don't know anything like that. We don't know what was the promises made by this dictator. Yeah. We don't know, like, we, we know the dictator, like I said, was he was overthrown. And then instead of them getting their blood from him, they're like, no, we'll send him to the Americans. Yeah. So they're going back to a country uh, that he was like toppled. That are hostile to him. He was toppled. So what is he? How is he going to topple them with 40 guys? I guess he's got an army waiting for him. The army that didn't the junta that didn't support him. Yeah, I don't know. Think think about it. Unless they're it going makes no to the, sense. My guess <laughs> is that he's got some stash somewhere. They're not going back to the country. They're going to some tropical island where they're going to live out their days being hunted by the most powerful government in the world. Yeah. And they'll be fine because they have $10 million. I mean, yeah. like, wh- what? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? No. These governments topple billionaire oligarchs anytime they want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You fuck with the CIA here. They killed the president. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you need to stop. This stop doing this. <laughs> Go home. Take your pension yeah. as a general, or if sorry, a major and a colonel, and just be okay with it. Yeah, and You'll be a be mercenary fine. with your private yeah company with uh. If you have the credentials, you do. You, was it you Blackgate? Sh- yeah. Would um. Oh my god. <laughs> From the Iraq, I know Blackwater. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, take. Take your black so water you, and do what you got to do. Easy mid-six-figure salary and up. Come on, dude. Yeah, And it seems unless like he runs it, so he's probably got stock in his company. Yeah, unless it's ideological reasons, which, again, they they contradict when Ooh. the guy's like, we're going to be in the – he's like, I hate the fucking cold. It's like, don't worry. We're going to be in the tropics soon. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're doing this for money. They're going to live on a beach? Yeah. Like, that's what these military guys want? You want to retire? Yes. So this is why he wants to again, do his. You're going to take on the most powerful country and most powerful military in the world that can get anybody in any moment's notice. He wants to be on the beach doing his Patrick Swayze Tai Chi from Roadhouse. Yeah, exactly. That's what he wants. Glistening. He's evil Patrick swans. Swayze. <laughs> I mean, just. Ugh. And that's Die Hard. Is there anything else really to say? No, don't watch it. This mo- This movie. Don't watch it. This movie is like, 
uh, like we talked about with cliffhanger how that was like if we were to say cliffhanger is like a five it's an enjoyable five because it's fun yeah this this movie's a five and it's it's just not good it's not a good movie it's just a uh, that's my score five bad five out of a hundred went by fast enough because it's just kind of shit happening the whole time shit just happens yes but there's nothing even fun about it like i i would never watch any part of this film again like i'm not even like oh this this scene's funny let's put this on like i'll never do that cliffhanger Mm -hmm. i'll do there's plenty oh yeah at that see that's the thing at that point it's that so bad it's good level where you gotta just get worse Yeah. yeah just go worse just go further yeah you didn't go far enough no, they and you just kept it mediocre. It's almost like they thought like, this was gonna. I don't want to say they thought it was gonna be a good movie, but they. Th- I think they thought it was gonna be a passable movie. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what they were making and a serviceable film. It's just not though. It's 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 a really no. bad film. But people obviously thought it was because it made money. It made money and it got. It, I was wrong. It got a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Was it that high? Did 70. you just look? I did just look. That's disgusting. Seventy. That's disgusting. This is die harder. Oh my god, die Cash harder. Grab harder. <laughs> yes, sixty nine percent. It's so bad. Average man. rating of six point three. It works as an over the top and reasonably no. taught big. <laughs> reasonably taught? <laughs> no. Are you crazy? No, it's not. With plenty of set pieces to paper over the plot deficiencies. Holy the shit, did you strain yeah. to fucking come up with something? How much were you paid by the studio guy? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Even <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Gene Siskel ranked the film as the sixth best movie of 1990. No, no. He yeah. Gene Siskel did that? Yep. yep. Gene Siskel. The really snobby guy. Two hundred forty million dollars. Yeah, no, no. Uh, was it? Can you? We'll edit it out if it takes too long. How? What on? Like the ranking of nineteen ninety. How? How much did this gross? Because I know Die Hard with a Vengeance was the highest grossing film of nineteen ninety five. This yep. had to be up there. Grossing films. Nineteen ninety. Let's see. Um, domestic box office for nineteen. So domestic Ghost was number one, two hundred five okay. million. Okay. Die Hard Two was number seven. There we go, at one hundred seventeen million. There we go. And it's it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was uh, number four. So okay, Pretty Woman was one seventy. So Ghost okay. takes it pretty easily. But Die Hard Two was five million away from the five spot. Okay, it made five more million dollars domestic. It would have been number five in the in for the year. Huge hit. That's a hit, dude. And then the third one comes out and is an even bigger hit. That's a hit. So people went and saw Die Hard. Then they saw Die Hard 2 and said, you know what? I want more Die Hard after seeing the second. Yeah. They were ready. I mean, like, they, it's just like Oof. that thought, like, I don't even care if it sucks. I just want to see John in another adventure. Yeah. And at least they got a I'm guessing most good. of that was in the uh, was opening weekend. That can't be most, but a lot of it was opening weekend. Oof. I would imagine had a big opening weekend. Oh, That's man. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles is number four, man. I and that was that a movie. and that was a budget of nothing. That's was like, it. The, I remember the, that movie looking awesome. The, yeah, I no, no. That, the gritty New York feel. Yo, Sally Menke fucking edited that film. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I had some uh, real people behind in that. Behind people that. don't know Sally Menke, uh, who tragically passed, but she was uh, the editor for Tarantino's films. Yeah. Forever. Uh, yeah. It, the budget wasn't really high for it. No, no. There's. There, yeah. It's really well actually made. I mean. Uh, <laughs> so, so like, even I'm looking at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because <laughs> I, I knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. But it's got a 41 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a much better movie. It's way better. Yeah. Once you take the silliness out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's supposed yeah. to be a fun film. Yeah. It, it's the characters are all real characters, especially Ralph. <laughs> yeah, that movie had a budget of 13 and a half million. Yeah. And made 200 worldwide. Good. Good for 135 them. domestic. Good for New Line. Yeah, that's great. New Line Cinema. I mean, they, it looks like Die Hard 2 was, budget was as high as 70. It's a big budget. That's a big uh, jump. Yeah. From the first one. The first one was 35. It's double. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's made more money than the first one, too, man. That's crazy. Die Hard 2, also just not a Christmas movie. They can't just go around saying it takes place in Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a Christmas movie. It's That's not how it works. Yeah. Die Hard, it works because it's like a different kind of movie. Right. That just so happens to take place in Christmas, and it's fun, and it uses it a little bit. Uh, this is not u- – it's not used at all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Anything else you want to say before – well, Roger Ebert didn't like the first one, but he well, he gave a good review to the second. God so damn you, Roger. Roger. I'm glad you're dead. God damn it, Roger. Yeah. No, no, that's it. Why did they think this was... Oh, whatever. I don't know. doesn't matter. Sixth best movie of 1990. That's taken on a lot of movies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we are the Flicky Podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or any other streaming podcast service, uh, like Google Play. Uh, you can email us at flickypodcast at gmail.com with any comments or suggestions. And please, on any of the uh, platforms, like, subscribe, give us five stars, give us a comment. We'd, we'd enjoy those comments. Yeah. Um, before we go, I got you something. Oh, cool. Because you. you're going to do this on air? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Who cares? It's a, you yeah, know, yeah, whatever. Uh, because to thank you for doing this uh, stupid little podcast. Here you go. Do you want me to open it while we're speaking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Ooh, Tarantino Cinema Speculation. Yes. This is awesome. Thank you. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was thinking about reading this book. Yeah. I, I knew you said it a couple of times. So I was oh, like, that's great. I'll take a shot that he didn't get it yeah no no i didn't yeah oh yeah 100 percent, dude i'll 100 percent read this plus it's a film podcast so yeah you know so chris got me once books. upon a time in hollywood by tarantino the novel and tarantino's cinema speculation yeah which is like a like film essays yeah yeah so i, I could flip through this and bounce around yeah but this one i'm certainly gonna read i got a few on my list first because tina got me a few books for christmas as well but. i got a barnes and noble gift card i'm gonna buy I'm gonna yeah. buy uh, Cormac McCarthy's new two new books. Yeah, I heard his. Uh, he wrote two new ones. He, I know wrote, he wrote one new one. Yeah, he wrote a novella, uh, a novel that came out in October, and then a uh, a novella that um, attaches itself to it. Wow. Because it's about a brother and sister. 
Jeez, man. How old is McCarthy now? He's 89. Yeah, I was about so to say he's it. almost 90. This is it. Wow. Love yeah. McCarthy. I still got to, I've only read, read Blood Meridian, No Country. There's a couple articles I have saved. I'll send it to you about also, it. I've read three of his books. Blood, oh, The Road. The Road. The Road. I, wrote, I read uh, Child of God. Yeah, I know that. I have Which The Crossing. I think I have Outer Dark, too. I have so many books. Sutri. Sutri. So people, a lot of people say, did you read Sutri? No. A lot of people say that outside of Blood Meridian, Sutri's his best book. I don't, I mean, there are okay. differing opinions, but. Well, so in these book, in these uh, two books, because he's never, uh, and it's been 50 years since he's wrote a female character, and that's like one of his like knocks, and it has been, it's not like a new thing. Yeah, yeah, So like he wrote the most Cormac McCarthy character that happens to be a woman. Like he oh, just, wow. like, she's insane, schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, incestual. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's. You know, it's it's not like oh, like, oh I, you want me to write a woman? Okay. Yeah, I'm I just gonna a write a dude and say she's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like that, I've read everything about it. Like it's the whole, even the books themselves. Like I've I've read a lot of good things about it, but like it's it's most it's mostly like the most un Cormac McCarthy stuff, and yet in some cases the most Cormac McCarthy. Right. So it's you know. Oh yeah, you gotta tell me how that is then. Yeah, I'm gonna buy that, but uh. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say other than we're doing the sound of music next week. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do any? Do you want to have uh, like a schedule going forward of like what you want to do? Because we're gonna probably be doing new newer movies because all the Oscar movies are coming out now. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We'll t we'll talk about it next week. All That's right. Fine. So uh, you can find Die Hard Two where nowhere. Yeah. No, I downloaded it off yeah. my site and I and gave it to, it to you. you. Yeah. I, so good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. You can't watch it, and you won't, and you yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. So don't. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, but all right then. <laughs> we are the Flicky Podcast. Thank you for listening. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.